Hey everybody and welcome to Declutter Me, a podcast about organizing and decluttering your life. And hello, Shalene. Hi, Shrek. How are you? I'm, I'm, doing, I'm not doing so bad. How about you? Oh, marvellous. Thank you. I'm very excited about our second part of our episode today. So as you may remember, we spoke to Dr. Salihah Pridi last week, who's the co-founder of Lighthouse Arabia, which is the leading mental health and wellness clinic in the UAE, providing psychological and psychiatric care. Yeah, so on our last episode, we spoke to her about issues manifesting themselves into the form of clutter or other physical symptoms. Yeah, and if you haven't checked out that episode, we recommend you do that because it has a lot of insight and understanding of all of these aspects and how the lighthouse is raising awareness. You can find it in this podcast player as well. It's the previous episode in the episode list. And of course, on the web at declutterme.com slash podcast. All right, so what are we sharing with our listeners today? So a couple of episodes ago, we spoke about social media toxicity and how it's impacting me in particular, but what also I hear from clients and friends as well. So we wanted to speak to Dr. Sleeha about that as well. But interestingly, she takes a delete approach. I mean, I love the power of social media because you can influence people from everywhere and yeah. anywhere. And I just, I love that. Yeah. I love that uh, good people can make good impact but the problem is that there's not a lot of good people doing that no. uh, because they're like, we don't want any of this. But there's a lot of people doing a lot of things that, uh, that are very detrimental and harmful that are happening on social media. Yeah. And it's the medium that also is uh, very, very harmful. Yeah. And I think if people just, you know, and I did a lot of research this summer on just the uh, addictive nature of social media. Mm. And I, I wanted to really go in quite prepared when I made my professional account because I showed up like 10 years late to the party. But <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> but when I did, it was really like, I, I'm, I know exactly why I'm doing it. I know how I'm going to do it. when I'm. And then I found myself scrolling and scrolling. Yep. And it was like, oh, my God, I fell for it. And so I just hit the delete button. And now I have people that help me manage some parts of it. And wow. then there are I times can... when I come back on and I'm a lot more, you know, engaged. Yeah. And then I switch back off. And so I never allow for this long engagement period where I can find myself addicted to something. Right, okay. Um, so that's how I'm managing it is that I'm hyper, hyper aware and I don't give myself that much credit. Right. I am just a puny person in the face of this media yeah. giant um, called Facebook that owns, you know, the Everything. minds of <laughs> two billion people yep. on the world, um, on the planet. Yeah. And I, I can't compete against their power when it comes to the addictive nature of yeah. this medium. So I uh, remain humble and I keep deleting and coming back on and I just focus on the content yeah. and I focus on reading and I focus on learning and engaging my time with studying and trying to be present with my children and trying to meditate. So it allows you very little time to actually wander off. If Onto you, that, yeah. yeah. I need to do it more and more. I've decided this year that I need to step away from looking at Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. I'm on Twitter a lot. So, I, yeah, yeah. And also I think it's really, Twitter is very, very hard on um, the attentional neural pathways I think because you're getting so much information in such short time and it's happening at rapid fire where at least you're moving slowly through Facebook and Instagram so it may not be that quick I think it cannot be good for your frontal lobe when it comes to just attention because if I'm sp speaking in a paragraph you've I've already lost you probably because you're like honey keep it short two sentences that's yeah, all yeah. we got
But, yeah. you know, I just can't imagine you being able to hold your yeah. attention for longer. It is a problem. I did find it for a while that it was happening exactly that, that my attention span was diminishing. And I, you know, and I used to be a lawyer and I used to deal with things for hours on end and read documents and I couldn't read anything for very long and I, and I wasn't reading books anymore. So, yeah, it's, it, you are right. It, is, it does affect people um, and people don't realize until it, you verbalize it and then yeah. it's like... They're like, oh, does that really happen? Yeah, like, yeah it does. <laughs> but, you know, if they, they say use it or lose it and only the things that fire together wire together. So the, the synapses are getting shorter and shorter when it comes to just what we can tolerate. Yeah. Um, and these guys have hired neuroscientists that are very, very familiar with the chemical makeup of your brain and the neural pathways in your brain and what does it take to get you to be addicted. And they're not thinking, what should we do to get them addicted? They're thinking, what do we do to keep them on our page longer? Because that's what we sell. That's our economy right now, the attention economy. And so what can I do to keep you on Twitter longer? How can I keep it entertaining and engaging? And, and that's where you create drama, and that's where polarization is happening. I mean, the algorithms that they've created that release the small doses of dopamine, you would be shocked. Even the one where on the WhatsApp where it says typing. Yes. Up top. Oh, my God, yes. And you just stare. Yes. You're looking at it. Like someone's going to respond now. You yeah. might have been doing three other things, probably thrown out a few other things in your house that you needed to get rid of. But no, you keep looking at the phone because somewhere someone said, if I tell them something is about to happen, let's yeah, make wait. the al algorithm that they will wait and they will keep staring at a blank screen and waiting for something to happen. And there is hundreds of these algorithms. And just by a few, just by the way they're clicking and just by the words they're typing, they can determine you know, mental illness, they can determine suicidality, they can, they have the power yes. to know us. And they said, we know you better than you know yourself. Yeah. Now, I ain't going to compete with that. No. Delete. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not right. doing this. But every now and then, of course, I fall back into it. And then I fall off of it again. And I think I see my I show my kids that this is not going to be easy. Yeah, they yeah. don't have social media. And I tell them today, it's back on tomorrow, it's off today just to show them that, man, this is going to be a tough world you guys are coming into. Yeah, and, you know, we she talks about, like, the fact that we're now, we've just lived through the first almost decade of social media. And I think it's very telling of the times that we live in, right? So we laugh about things like hashtag FOMO, the fear of missing out. But I think it's turning into a real problem. Yeah, and Dr. Sleeha said the same thing too. We're living in a world where we keep falling down that rabbit hole of perceptions. And as I said, about social media and peer pressure. Oh, yeah. And with this death of, um, what's her name? Caroline Flack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Look. Yeah. But the, that's all because there's no escape from it. No. And I think that has a lot to do with all of these sort of come together in my mind where the amount that we're spending on um, things mm. is increasing because our anxiety is increasing. We need things to make us feel better. Dopamine. I, when I buy something, a little hit of dopamine is being released. Yep. So we keep buying, yep. we keep consuming, we keep hoarding because we don't want to get rid of it because that's also associated with things like guilt. Yes. And, you know, what was I thinking when, why did I buy the, but no, no, I'll need it somehow because we cannot cope with the shame yes. that we wasted money because most of us come from a generation that you shouldn't waste money. Yes. Yes. Um, and so there's a lot of these emotions that are bottled up in 
clutter. Yes. And that some people just see it as clutter. That, oh, I just need to declutter. It's not like no. that. And the more noise there is in the world with social media and, and yeah, social media, um, the more anxiety, the more overwhelmment, and the more spending, the more clutter, yeah. and then more, yeah. and then more. So it just keeps feeding this, yeah. it, it, this, it is. this cycle, which is so toxic. And there's no... There's very little way of getting out of it now. And if you live a day-to-day life, normal life, you know, you could go hide on an island or in a cave, but that's the only way you'd get out of it. And it always makes you feel like you are less than and you have less than and you need more and there should be the newest and the greatest and what am I going to buy next? And the next thing is showing up at the very next minute. And just when you go to post something that you just bought, there's always something there that you should also have. Like, it's just, it's, it's unconscious and it's crazy. Yeah. It's got us sucked into this sort of loop that people are stuck into and they can't, they can't get out of it until they sort of zoom out and take, you know, step back and say, whoa, whoa, what's happening here? And who's in control right now? And it's probably not me or you. No, no. And it's, yeah. And I think also sometimes you talk about things, you know, or think about things and then suddenly it will show up on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, I don't want to know what's happening there. (laughs) I don't want to know what's happening there. There's been weird times. I remember it happened a few years back. I went to Sweden and my friend and I were talking on, you know, we were talking on the phone, talking about booking our holiday in Sweden. And the next thing we saw, we saw hotels uh, in Sweden and we we hadn't done anything on social media yet. And that was then. Imagine now. I don't want it. I don't know how that's happening, but there's definitely something happening that we will find out. And someone somewhere will do some WikiLeaks stuff and we'll find out that we're totally all being spied on. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening in. And we'd love to hear what you think of this episode series with Dr. Sleha. So give us a shout on Instagram or any of the other social media platforms, or you can leave us a note in Apple Podcasts as well. And you can find all of our episodes for free in your favorite podcast player. Just look for Declutter Me. It's D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R-M-E. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Bye. Bye.